Hello and welcome to the Incredible Witness Podcast. Today's episode is titled, Guarantees. From our earliest moments when distressed as, young, as a young baby, we seek the security of knowing that our caregivers will be there to, li- to give us the love, attention, affection, food and comfort that we need to survive and thrive. When toddlers begin exploring their world, they may run ahead of their parent, eager to go somewhere they've never been before, securing the knowledge that their parent is watching them. But when they can't see their parent and no longer believe they are being watched, they become anxious and scurry back to safety and security. Whilst asserting their right and need for independence, teenagers whose parents give birth to a sibling still feel the need and seek the security of knowing that they continue to be loved following the birth of their baby sibling. They need to know that their parents' love for them has not been replaced by their love for their newborn child and that they remain significant in the life of their parent. However old we become, it seems, knowing with certainty that we are or were loved means everything to us. It's the rock or foundation on which all our self-esteem, well-being and character are based. Having that sense of certainty provides us with the security, confidence and resilience that we need to negotiate and manage all of the different relationships and problems encountered throughout life. In a world that's full of uncertainty, knowing that you have been able to depend upon predictable, nurturing care throughout one's childhood is a priceless gift that so many are denied. People who are unfortunate enough to experience inconsistent and unpredictable parenting, particularly during early infancy, are hugely disadvantaged and by the time they reach adulthood may tend to lack the resilience to cope with the uncertainties of life. Nevertheless, many people who have suffered abusive childhoods have been able to shrug off the effects of the past and achieve their dreams. Yet, change, fluctuation and upheaval are so much a part of life that it is perhaps no wonder why so many people spend so much of their time seeking guarantees and certainty that everything will go according to plan and they will lose nothing. Even though the reality is that such guarantees do not exist and can never be given. Salespeople attempting to sell products, online or offline, have long known how vital it is to their success that they do all that they can to remove as much risk as possible in the mind of prospective buyers. For this reason, their sales offers will utilise strong guarantees and bonuses to encourage potential buyers to take the action that they want them to take. But even when people may want the product or service on offer, If the level of uncertainty or risk remains too high in the mind of the buyer, the sale is unlikely to occur. So removing as much risk as possible by providing proof of the benefits buyers will receive, whilst at the same time creating offers that leave buyers as secure as possible that they are not losing out and are gaining hugely from the transaction, is the goal of all salespeople who wish to create irresistible offers. Irresistible offers are offers that that almost seem too good to be true because they are stacked in such a way that the risk seems small or non-existent when compared to the value or, or benefits of what it seems almost inevitable a buyer will get from the transaction. But when it comes to opportunities, unless it is an opportunity provided by a salesperson who understands the need to very much sweeten the deal, 
there's little or no chance that the opportunity will be one which, in which the risks have been removed. And that explains why so often people fail to take advantage of promising opportunities open to them. People tend to weigh risk more heavily and focus on it much more than they do the benefits. Have you ever taken the time to consider how often you have not followed through on an idea or failed to capitalise on an opportunity due in no small way to the level of risk you feel is associated with it? You may have wanted to enrol in a course, start that business idea that's been on your mind for ages, or end or start a relationship, only you're not quite sure what to do. You're left stuck in a state of doubt and indecision, which is so often paralysing because you can't see into the future and have no way of knowing whether your actions will prove to be fruitful or not. Suppose it doesn't work out as you want it to. Suppose it's a disaster and you fail miserably, ending up with egg on your face, looking and feeling like a complete idiot. Wouldn't it just be easier, less stressful and anxiety-provoking if you could focus on one thing that you knew without a shadow of doubt would provide you with the outcome you desired. Of course it would. But can you identify one thing that you really want, where the result you desire is guaranteed? No, you can't. And do you know why you can't? It's because whatever you want that's worth having is not going to be easy to attain. If it was easy to attain, it would hardly be worth your time attempting to attain it, because it would not be valuable. On the other hand, if it's really valuable to you, it is likely going to require from you much effort, time and consistent and sustained effort. Much, sorry, much time, consistent or sustained effort, and often a strong belief that you can acquire it before you can get it. For you to even attempt to gain something of great value to you, you have to believe that you're capable of, of obtaining it. If you don't have some faith, you will be successful, you'll probably tend to procrastinate instead of devoting your time and resources to achieving it. So much time and emotional energy tends to be wasted due to a lack of confidence to do with the likely success of any ventures or you consider undertaking. But what if, instead of being in a state of paralysis due to indecision, doubt and fear, you were able to adopt a different attitude what if instead of wasting your time and energy worrying about what would happen if you were uh, if you were unsuccessful you focus your thoughts and energies on what would happen in the event you were what a totally different trajectory our lives would take if only we made the decision to give up seeking security and instead adopted an attitude of believing it is impossible to fail now you might hold the view that it's ridiculous to approach an endeavor with the view that it's impossible to fail. However, that depends on your definition of failure. You see, I would argue that the truth is that you never really ever fail until you give up and accept that you are unsuccessful. Once you give up, then and only then have you failed. Let's take a very simple example of a baby trying to walk. She stands on unsteady legs and then falls down. She gets up again maybe achieves balance for a moment and then falls again. A minute or two later, she gets up again and takes a tiny step, loses her balance and falls yet again. This process happens again and again, but with each attempt, she is making incremental progress. 
She will fall countless times before she succeeds. If she falls 30, 50 or 100 times or more, would you consider her to be a failure? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't consider her to be a failure because you know that that's the process all babies go through on the way to eventually being successful at walking. How do babies know whether or not walking is something they are cut out for? How come they don't just give up after the umpteenth time they have fallen, grazed and hurt themselves? The answer is they don't. They are babies who have never walked before, so they don't know whether they will ever be able to walk. Yet despite the falls, the hurts and setbacks, they keep getting back up and trying again. Not because they know they will walk, but because they want to walk, and that desire to walk is strong enough to urge them forward continuously until they achieve that which they had no previous knowledge that they could achieve. In other words, the thought of failure never seems to enter their mind, dent their enthusiasm or impact on them in any way. What type of attitude do you think is is governing their actions? Do you think they eventually learn to walk as a result of seeking seeking the desire for security? Or do you think, without being aware of it, they've adopted an attitude of believing it's impossible to fail? The answer to those questions is obvious. Of course, a baby doesn't sit down and think these points through as adults do. She does not worry about the risks of hurting herself or entertain doubts about her ability to to succeed. She does not allow worry, fear or failure or the thought of ridicule to stop her progressing towards what she wants. It's as if the concerns and constraints that tend to get in the way of most adults are insignificant to her. She only knows one thing. She knows that she wants to walk and all her energies and efforts are channeled to that end. In this respect, adults can learn a lot from babies and infants, because armed only with the desire to stand up, crawl, walk, run or talk, do they achieve what they have never done before. Each attempt that was not fully successful simply represents a step closer to success. Every person who has ever achieved something of great significance, like babies, did not know how to do it before they did so, before doing so. They simply had a desire to do it, and that desire drove them to surmount all obstacles that stood in their way. Instead of looking for security and guarantees, they adopted a state of mind that that knew it was impossible to fail as long as they never stopped trying. In fact, just like a baby, you could say, they knew that provided they kept going, that it was just a matter of time before they succeeded. Rather than looking for guarantees, they recognised that their success was was guaranteed. It was guaranteed because when you desire something so strongly that you will never give up until you attain it, you become your own guarantee. So instead of searching for guarantees to manage the areas of risk, recognise that there is risk attached to everything and you can never avoid it altogether. All you can do is decide what risk you are willing to take. The greatest risk, however, is to do nothing at all. Because when you risk nothing, you gain nothing. The irony is that playing it safe, as most people try to do, is guaranteed to ensure only one thing, and that is that you lose. Until next time.